How would you like to be the very first subject of my new super awesome podcast? No thanks. Now what the hell am I supposed to do? All right, we ready? All right, here we go. Three, two, one. There it is, John Patrico, already sleeping. We haven't even started the podcast. It's been literally less than one second. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So here's the deal. It's 7.04 Sunday. Uh, We are uh, at the, uh, what do I call them? M2P2 Studios. Mm. Momo Papa Studios. Okay. And uh, this has been a a very, very busy weekend for my parents. They have been out. The Patricos have partied hard. They have been out and about since Thursday. Thursday, they went to some party at a restaurant for somebody's birthday. Friday, they went and saw The Temptations. Saturday, my dad worked. And then what? Saturday, we had to take children. We were parents Saturday. We had to go to gymnastics. We had to go to a soccer game. I'm sorry that I had to work. Well, hey, my problem. Well, He's right, but I mean, what, what do you want me to say here? Uh, I mean, so I guess was, you can always say no. Could have. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. As the child was on the couch crying earlier. Oh, yeah, because he thought they were going to... They got the t- times messed up. And I didn't. Miss the game. I didn't. I know, it was, it was mom. Yes. It was mom. But anyway, then Saturday, you had nothing to do. Normal people would be like, man, we have been super busy this weekend. We're going to stay home and we're going to relax no. and we're just going to hang out. No, you guys went out to dinner. Like, no, don't. because your mother said, Duh, I am not cooking tonight. So what else are we going to do? Well, you out to get I was going to say, normally I would just do order that. something or drive through somewhere, pick nah. it up. Nah. Frozen pizzas. They got frozen pizzas here. You could have had a grab night where you're just no, fend for yourself. We weren't doing that. So instead, they went out to dinner, and now okay. we're catching hell for that. They're going, we're exhausted. We haven't been home all weekend. I had weekend. to work today. Did you have to work today, yes, or I did, did you choose to work today? I had to. Why did you He's have gotta to? He's got to get all that. Got to get it done. Work in before winter's it gets coming. To, yeah. Well, I don't care because you ditched me for for this job on Sunday. Oh, so. don't give me that bull. You said it's it was either go to work for me or be with your honey. So what did you choose? I chose to be my honey because well, I worked hard up. this week. I worked hard this week. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I don't. What would you choose? Work, work or your honey? Work. <laughs> like, clearly, he, he did. Yeah, money. He chooses, he chooses work, 100%. Uh, I did want to uh, just formally introduce everybody in case you have not ever heard this podcast before. My name is Tony Patrico. I am the man part of Man Dad Pod. Uh, the man next to me is the dad part of Man Dad Pod. Uh, the one, the only, the very talented John Patrico. Present. Dad, <laughs> And yeah. also, and also Those joining us. joints of yours, your arm's going to get stuck like that. That Could is be. true. Uh, also joining us, as usual, is uh, the very lovely, the very beautiful Mary Beth. Here I am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Dad. We'll see. Uh, Dad, why don't you tell some yeah. folks about uh, what happened to you, I believe, on Friday when you were out and about? What the hell happened to me now? I thought you ran into some folks that uh, recognized you. Oh yeah, when I was I, I was doing a footing Friday. Yeah, and I was digging footing and everything. And uh, uh, gentlemen, there was two gentlemen that were doing some towel work on the inside. Okay, and they came out, and he had to get something out of his truck, and he was sitting there, and he was going, "I have a question to ask you." I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Am I in the presence of the John Patrico?" <laughs> and I said, uh, "Yes, you are." Well. That's a privilege. Oh, Jesus. This is not what this man I was going to say, God. This is not what this guy means. And after that, he asked about you. 
Oh, so okay. there. Okay, and I'm hoping he was nice, Very or at least nice. pretended to be nice to you. You were screwed. Did you tell them to listen to the podcast? Yes, I did. Okay. I tell everybody. Good. So. I, I hope you do. I hope you like enjoy this and you're proud of this. And it's, you know, because not everybody can just like sit down, record audio. I mean, well, in all reality, anybody could sit down, record audio, and then upload it to the internet. Oh my oh, gosh. What's Marie Patrico? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. Look at my woman, what she does. Hey, hey real quick, before <laughs> Look she at my gets woman. Out of hey, before, yeah, she brought her coffee. Mary Beth was telling me something, and, and we were about to talk about this. What? Did you hear someone said you sound like an owl? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> and she's gone. Yeah, you blew that. You'll never get her back here now. Way to go. She was going to do it to you, but okay, let's play the scenario. I'm going to be John Patrico. You be you. Ask me the question, okay? Hey, John. Huh? <laughs> uh, did you hear someone said you sounded like an owl? What the hell? Who, what did the, they what the, what say? I was going to say, you wouldn't, got, you wouldn't have got I know, a I know, we, out of me. I know. We had this we conversation. Tried do, no, we tried to do it no, with the mine kids. mine would have been, as soon as you would have said that, my answer would have been, what the hell are you talking about? We, we asked the kids. That. I said, I said, Gabby, did you hear those kids said that you sound like an owl? And both Gabby and Dominic responded back with, what kids? <laughs> Like, and then Gabby it. was like, what color hair does she have? Yeah, yeah. So is that is that considered a dad joke? I don't know. I, I mean, is that know. kind of a dad joke? I guess a little bit. I had tried that on so many people at work, and nobody fell for it. Huh. Well, Dad, well, did you hear that? Did. Uh, <laughs> Dad, did you hear that? Count on Marie. Mary Beth said that I should do more lunges to stay in shape. It'd be a big step forward. Oh, what are we? It's just we, you got to you need a drum roll after this or what? <sighs> oh, man. You Sorry. Need some I like lunges, though. What really, did the, this is OK. This is literally this is Jeff Burton's favorite joke of all time. And it's on this list I just found. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? <sighs> Supplies. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew you would like that. Oh, let's mark that down for Halloween. <laughs> It's crazy, though, because like I see all these jokes, and it just reminds me of some fun facts. Like, I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. I don't know why. hey Are you guys ready for 40 more minutes of this? Because this is all that we've got going on today. Really? This, this will be a 15-minute show there. <laughs> no, I did have some things that I kind of wanted uh, to talk about. I thought this was pretty interesting. Um, I don't know if you knew this or not, Dad, but it's uh, pretty tough to win the Powerball. I'm trying. So did you buy a ticket? Yes, I did. What is it now? It's over a billion, right? Nine hundred something. It was. I thought it was over a billion, but yeah, I well, mean, I'm we're sure close to a billion now. now. So the odds of winning a Powerball jackpot, and it doesn't matter if it's smaller or if it's like the giant, you know, two point six billion dollars or whatever the big one was. It's one in almost three hundred million. That's your chance of winning this Powerball. You have a better chance of being struck by lightning. Yeah. <clears throat> Can't win if you don't play, though. I know, and I even played. Uh, Mega million, three hundred million. I yeah. can live with that. Yeah, I think we. I think we all probably could. I can live with that. So, oh, I don't right need... now, sorry, right now it's at one point four billion. Uh huh. But like, do you think? I mean, obviously, a financial expert's going to tell you no. But what do you think? Some folks say, especially those that like study the lottery. Do they? Do they say that you should play, or do they say there's no point even playing? What do you think they should say? I have the answer. 
I mean, I'd say play. Why would you not play? What does it cost you? you? Two dollars, three dollars? How many tickets do you want to buy? And that's funny that you say that because what they're saying is if you want to play the lottery, play the lottery. Feel free. Just don't go crazy. Because if you go there and you go, I'm going to buy $100 worth of lottery tickets, the winner is going to have the same opportunity if they buy one ticket. That's what I said. Yeah. I buy three tickets when I go. Yep. And, you know, if I can win with three tickets, I'm happy. If I don't, it's three, you know, eight bucks that I, or six bucks that, fine, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Mary Beth, I don't know if you remember this a while back, but when we were cleaning out my house during the move and everything, we found a wireless digital meat thermometer. Do you remember this? Okay. Yes, I believe so. So it's one of those meat thermometers where you put part of it on your grill and the wires go, you know, into the steak and then it connects to the little receiver. And then the other part of that receiver is inside and it transmits and tells you as it's cooking what the temperature is. Okay. Sounds pretty simple, right? Yeah. Pretty basic. Kind of fancy to me, actually. This man cooking steaks the other day. Now, I will put this... Where I will was my put the, invite? I will put this out there. Show up, we'll do the podcast. Show up, we'll do the podcast then. How about uh, that? Yeah. In your face. I know, he would prefer a, a Tuesday or a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not this not this weekend stuff. Uh, but anyway, so he's making steaks. And he says to me, tonight, I'm going to use your thing, your meat thermometer thing. No, now, that's not what I said. I said, tonight, I want you... To do the meat thing, to show me how this thing works. Okay, now let me tell you this. This thing has never been opened, never used. And I didn't know that. Okay, well, okay. So he says, I want you to show me how to use it. I go, I don't know, I've never used it, but we can do it together. I ain't using it. I said, nah, never mind, I'll just do it by look. What? (laughs) I mean, I gave it to him because the man is looking for a meat thermometer, and he's bought a bunch of them, and they don't work. I was not in the mood to learn something that day. I thought you just knew how to do it, and boom, boom, boom. But I did tell you how to do it, and it was super easy. All you had to do know. was just I, go I boop, just, boop, play. I hate, hate, with, I hate putting probes in meat and everything. Then when you got to turn it, how the hell do you do that? I, it's just a pain. You know, when there's you a take probe the probe out, you, you flip it, you poke the probe You don't have to keep the, the thermometer in. in the meat. Yeah, you do. You don't have to, <laughs> no. You put it in there. You could leave it in there. Like if you're cooking a roast or smoking a roast or something like that, you plug the probe in and you just let it sit there and you filter it through that little hole and it sits there and you're good to go. But if you want to do a steak, you cook the steak, you pour, poke the thing in there and you go, okay, it's medium. And then you could either take the thing out, flip it, cook the other side, or you could flip it and put the probe back in. But if you've been doing it sounds this like a lot. Sounds like, sounds a, lot like a lot. Why? How is that a I lot of work? I feel like you probably know when your I kinda, meat I, is I mean, to I your liking. I mean, I pretty much know when I'm ready to pull it off. How do you like your steak? Medium rare. You know. See, we're all medium rare. She was a well done. She, I was a well done oh, like oh. when I was 12. Bad. When I was but, 12 and yeah. I would go to Ponderosa and get the steak Tips. That's not even steak. <laughs> yeah, that's not even steak. Uh, speaking of, speaking and of, but but now I have you're at least worked my way down to a medium. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get I get rare sometimes, and that she can't do that. No, medium I, rare, I she's okay with. But I, I do rare sometimes. Your, and it's your not mother's okay. rare when it's like cold. Well, that's, that's what rare is. Yeah, I know. Is I don't like the inside. I, I just, charred on the outside. Hey, Dad, you, you would you consider yourself like a decent griller? Like if somebody said like, hey man, are you a good griller? Would you say, yeah. Decent. Okay. Not 
top of the line, but decent. I can handle it. Now, I want you to think of cooking on the grill, not on a Blackstone, on the grill, yeah. okay? Is it okay to peek at your meat and stop? Don't Not that type of meat. Is it okay to peek at your anything. meat? I wasn't even going to say anything. Wow. I know. He thinks... Uh, yeah, you got a dirty mind. Sort yeah. of. Yeah, those, you, really? she introduced that Has game that been the other day. Him yeah. for too long, I guess. I mean, what do you mean by peek at your meat? Open the open the cut lid. Yeah, I always do. Okay, I never. How do you know how it's doing? Well, it says I know, here, but I don't well, think you're supposed to. You're not supposed. The the myth is that you're not supposed to. Some people say each time that you open up the grill to look at your meat, it adds 15 minutes of cook time. That's what they say. That's why they say don't open your oven. My thing is, how do you flip when you're them? cooking? Got to open the flip. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, like that's a they, yeah, but I'm think what they're saying is like you know you put a steak on and it's cooking and then you open it up, you shut it. Is it done now? You open it up and you shut it. No, I don't do that. Anyway, th- these these this is a real thing, by the way. This is the real thing. The science of great barbecue and grilling. A book called Meathead <laughs> says. <laughs> That uh, they ran tests and they found that while opening the grill will cool the air in the grill, the meat actually stays hot. So when you open up the lid of your grill, the surface of your meat and inside the meat retains the heat just fine. So feel free to open to baste the meat, move it around, rotate, check the temperature, whatever you want. A minute here or there is fine and it will add zero time to cooking your meat. That's what I would have figured. So uh, th- th- that is a myth, though. I mean, you heard it. I heard it. It's I have never heard you never open up your really? lid. No. I thought that was a thing. And I, I thought mm. the same thing I'll, with the I oven. I can tell you, I don't go near a grill. The one time I opened it to flip some hot dogs, I about lost my eyebrows and my eyelashes. And that was it for you? And that was it for me. Bad experience, huh? Yeah. Uh, there was a, there was a something that I was thinking about the other day. Is there anything in your life, Dad, that you know that you do and either growing up with grandma and grandpa or like with our family that is not, you know, it's not normal, but we still do it anyway. And for example, the reason I bring this up is because there was a tweet that went viral and a girlfriend was giving her boyfriend trouble. They just moved in together and he only uses uses Dawn dish soap to wash his hands. Okay. And she's like, I've never, ever known anybody to do that. And he said, listen, I know that's not normal. That's not something that every family does. But that's something our family did. Mm-hmm. Like, in my David's, head. Da- when I, my ex-husband, when I yeah. first started dating him and went to their house for the first time in the kitchen, they did not have hand soap. They just, just used Dawn dish soap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, something I was thinking about, and I don't know if this is, this This may be more common than I'm, I'm you know, thinking about, but... All of our Tupperware, not all of, but I would say uh, over 50% of our Tupperware was like old butter bowls. And I can't believe it's not butter. Like, that's what I used for snack yeah, bowls Yeah, like you never knew up. if you opened a thing of country crock, if it if was, was going to have spaghetti <laughs> or actual Or if butter. it was going to be country crock butter, you know? So I think that was something that was kind of odd that, that, you know, I don't, did, is that more common Probably, than I think? I think so. Did you do anything like that? I don't know like that, that we did, but my mom's best friend, always at her house, I would go in and think I was getting butter and it yeah. was always spaghetti. But can you think of anything that, that you did or that we did as a family that was not, not like, it? basically it's something that's not going to make somebody go, what the hell? But it might go, what, really? Like, for example, here's another one that, that applies to us. 
calling the remote control the box. <laughs> eh, that's my thing. That's to this day. Dominic, you call get the, the box. actual remote the control actual the box. I call control. it the box. Hand me the box. You know. Don't know why. It's always been like that. You know, I've always said the box. Hand me the box. But then what did you call? Remember when it used to be like a satellite the cable box? Cable box or satellite. That's where it started. When because the first cable box that they had, and I remember you had to get up and change the channel on the cable box. Yeah. And then a remote came out, and it was still he was changing the box. Mm. That was okay. the box. The box changed the channel, and then it just became a cordless box. I guess. I can see it. I don't know. You're also someone who's kind of resistant to change. So what? I don't <laughs> believe that. Uh, speaking, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of the remote control though, uh, I did find this study too. And I thought this was great. Uh, who do you think, who do you believe in 2023 hogs the remote control more? Is it the man or is it the woman? The I children. I think it's, well, <laughs> I would say probably the male. Okay. What about you? Mm. This is not in our case. Because I just always let you pick what we're watching. But mm-hmm. I would say the woman. Okay, you would say the woman. I mean, I say the male just for the fact that I go by myself and I'm constantly searching. You know, if I got the remote, I'm looking at every, seeing what's on in that. So yeah, I, I just think it's more manly thing. Well, researchers found that uh, regardless whether they are planning to change the channel or watch the show, men are the ones that want control of the remote. Yeah. It says here that the research even showed that when women were watching a show that they wanted to watch and the man had no intention of changing it, he still wanted possession of the remote control. I want it hmm. next to me. I thought that was crazy. It's mine. Even we though never know where the remote is. Nope. Yeah. We, it's always and, tucked down in between the cushions or Yeah, usually. Somewhere. Usually. Um, do you guys want to know some fun facts for the week? I found oh, four fun, fun facts. facts for the week. This is just stuff that you could take with you to work. That's all I want you guys oh, to do with this. Okay. So, Dad, okay, we'll tomorrow. report you're, back. You're on the scaffold. You're laying some yeah, bricks. Uh, and you go, hey there, Billy. And Billy, you say, Billy hey. working for us? Hey there, Billy. Do you know limousines got their name because they were first built in the region of France called limousine? You could tell them that. Mm. You could say that of the millions of cardinals in the United States, about 10 or 15 of them are yellow. Not 10 or 15,000, 10 or 15 total. Really? Baseball cardinals? Yep. They're yellow. Wow. I mean, not baseball cardinals. The bird yellow. The bird cardinal is yellow. He's just being stupid. Uh, the first state to require license plates oh, for cars you, it. It was in 1901. What was it? The what? The first state to require license plates on cars was in 1901. And what state was it? Oh, that was probably Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Everything happens in Florida. What do you think, babe? New York. In the state of New York in 1901, Whoa. they were the first state to require license plates for automobiles. At the time, car owners had to display their initials, and all owners had to make their own plates. Hmm. So just JP driving around in a truck. That's me. Model T. Um, if I said there are only 38,500 of these kiosks left in the United States and Puerto Rico, what would I be talking about? Most of them can Red be found. Box. 100% correct. It's Redbox. Do you remember Redbox, Dad? I was waiting Dad? for him to answer, but then I was like, he ain't going to remember that. 
Do you know what a red box is? I mean, they're for, uh, outside of Walgreens, right? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And you yeah. can go rent DVDs. Yeah. They say in the entire U.S. and Puerto Rico region, there's only 38,000 of, 38, of those remaining. Mm-hmm. There at one point was like 6 million of them. Yeah, and remember you would always go hoping for a certain movie and it'd, and be, it'd out. be out. Yeah, and then they started to do video games. I remember they were letting you rent video games. I mean, popularity's gone? Or I think it's just I think streaming. streaming. Streaming's just oh. killing it. I mean, I, I, honestly, this is... You, you have to buy a DVD player. Or if right? you have a PlayStation, if, like if you have oh, a video game console. Yeah. But what I think it is, is I, I honestly, and this is not to be, you know, I think it's old people. I think it's old people that just want to go and watch a DVD and then be done with it. And I'm not, and I'm talking older than you, Dad. <gasps> wow. Well, you guys are, little, are around still? You guys are, whoa. I can't say hot. anything. My dad is older than... Coming in yeah. hot there, Mary Beth. Coming in hot. Well, you managed to say it, though, didn't you? Sure did. That's all right. Uh-huh. You sure did. Um, my dad is not watching DVDs, though. I can promise you that. I would bet my life that my dad has never turned on a DVD player, put a DVD in, and played it, and at least all went smoothly the first go. Right. Like, there was always something that happened. Yeah. He would get but stuck I with the Spanish audio I on. I don't think or... my, my dad... Probably once we stopped being able to rent VHS tapes, my dad probably just gave up. Really? Are you okay over there? You're breathing awfully heavy today. Who? You. I don't know. You're just exhausted. You ready to take a nap? No, no, me and Gus, you know, you're breathing heavy right All now. All right. Well, yeah, I'll tell I you know this. Gus even, Gus even got away from you tonight. I know. Well. Yeah, he don't like you at all. Uh, Dad, I yeah. do want you to uh, do me a favor here. I know that you and Mom just watched a brand new movie, and it's very rare that you guys get to see a brand new movie. I would like to introduce, at least for the time being, a brand new segment on the show, and it's called John on Movies. So, uh, John oh, on Movies is I a new segment a here. Now. You do become mm-hmm. a movie yeah, critic. I'm a movie critic. Yeah, he, up, thumbs up, thumbs down. Putting you on the spot. And here's what I want. Yeah. I want a from the heart, oh. open, honest. We have oh. no skin in the game here. It's oh not like we're God. working closely with the uh, movie companies. Well, it's not like we have a, a marketing team that's this passing could, out movie this passes. Could just kill a movie. Could kill it. So, the movie that you and mom recently watched was... <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, the haunted called. mansion. The haunted mansion. The <laughs> new, the new movie on Disney Plus. It is a remake. I don't know if you remember the original had Eddie Murphy in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has Owen Wilson, Tiffany Haddish. It's got a bunch of people in it, and uh, it is on Disney Plus. Yes, but it is rated PG thirteen. Which just for those that nothing. know. He says it's nothing. You could, any child can watch this movie. Okay, so Dad, give us without giving us any spoilers. Like, do you yeah. know what a spoiler is? Yeah. What's a spoiler? They all died. What's a spoiler? Spoiler is you tell what happened. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You give it away. But you yeah, give it away. Tell what happened. Okay. So I want you to give us a review of the movie without giving anything away. No spoilers. Well, the only thing I could say, if very, it's an, it's an entertaining movie okay you know i mean some of the niches on it i would have to say would be <laughs> he's talking marks negative marks is yes, what he it's that's, it's, no. it's dark not dark at not all it's, a, it's just that a lot of the scenes are nighttime okay and that and so i like thought we, i thought we were gonna get canceled so like no. the 
the lighting. Yeah, it's like you know, it's just not the scenes like it's are all, all day morning. It, it, it's majority of it's going to be night. I mean, what do you want it to be? It's a haunted mansion. mansion. It's not I like know, it's like, hey, the Sunrise did it, Hotel. So did it make it harder to see the made scene? It harder to see. Now, okay, I'm going to ask you questions and don't get mad at me. Yeah, well. Were you and mom watching this in the make living it, room? No. <laughs> no, we were and not. And that's the podcast. Thank you guys for showing up today. We were not, so go on. I'm, I was asking if you and mom were watching it in the living room as your normal standard living room watching conditions. Yes. Okay, so you have every light in the damn house on. Of course you're not going to be able to see nothing if it's dark. Turn some lights off. Oh, we don't do that. He okay. didn't want to get scared. Oh, you didn't want to get scared. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, but it's just, it's a good movie, but like I told you, like for your two that is that are six... And seven, eight. eight, I mean, that I don't know if it would hold their attention, the whole movie. It's too adult for them, too too yeah. mature. It's more teenagers. Right. Okay. I, I think that they would be bored after about 30 minutes into the movie. Okay. And then he told me, he goes, well, Disney does have a Mickey Mouse Halloween. They got 50 Mickey Mouse well, Halloweens on there. It seems there, like but... it's a new one. Oh, gotcha. Well, all right. Well, okay. Let's, let's come up with a rating system here. Uh-huh. Let's do, uh, out of five you knows, how many you knows do you give it? I mean, yeah. I'd have to give it a five. I'd give it a three. A three. Okay. So that's a little bit better than halfway down the middle. Now, I'm curious, just so we can kind of get a gauge on your movies, what would be a five? What movie is a five in your mind? What movie is a five? Okay, a movie that we just watched tonight. Oh, that was on there. Very old movie. It was in 1991. Okay, Kurt Russell backdraft. Okay, backdraft is very excellent movie. That movie's great. That is a fantastic movie. That movie even holds up like today. Like that's what I said. That that is an excellent movie. That would be a five. Okay, Mary Beth. And if you say Home Alone three, I will jump over this desk and I will strangle you on this podcast. Have you ever seen Home Alone three? With Home the kid Alone, that has the chicken pox. Home Alone three was the was the the Home Alone where they did not have Macaulay Culkin. It was no, somebody I never else. watched it. Wouldn't uh. wouldn't because it he's just, smart. Just, I watched one. I watched two, and they were good. And then they there's these new people came in. I said, I'm done. Hmm. He's done. I love it. It's okay. so entertaining. Without Pesci, it's nothing. Okay, so if you had to, all right, well, that'd be, that's kind of a good point. I like that. If you had to. Pick a movie that was a five in the Mary Beth scale. What movie is a five in your eyes? Is it going to be a chick flick? No, I'm really not a movie. But you got to have person. a movie that you really, really, really like. That's different than Home Alone three. Yeah. The one. <sighs> you, I don't know. What's your favorite type of movie then? Is it going to be like so a mystery? Like a... Like a You're not mystery an action person. Of, no, I don't like action movies. Okay. Really at Are you all. a, like a comedy? Yeah, or a comedy. This is 40. Okay. This is 40 is one of my favorite movies. I bet movies. he's never seen that, but I bet he would love that. No, no. I, I bet you and mom would love that movie. It, it's really good. It's, it's really good. Yeah. It's got some, some stupid parts, some stupid comedy that's like for us, but it's about becoming an adult and a parent, and you would you would really like it. Okay. I think you would like it. You'd but have to check it out. But it's got like... I mean, it's got a lot of A-list actors in it. It's a yeah. Judd Apatow movie. 
You would know a lot of Paul Rudd's in it. Is that the that ain't the one from the guy from The Office? Is it? No, Steve that's, Gr- that's forty year old virgin. virgin. Oh, okay. But it's but it's the it's made by the same dude. Like the same dudes involved in all of that. So it's that it's that same exact vibe. Do you remember the movie Knocked Up? Heard of it? Don't know. I okay, mean, no- Knocked Up with Seth Rogen. Yeah, it's a spinoff from that movie. So, like, it's the same type of comedy there. I think you would like both of those movies, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. So, um, it's okay. very funny. Well, that's one of those movies, like, every time I'm on an airplane, you know, I just watch it because it always keeps me entertained. If it's on TV and I don't have anything else, that's what I'm going to turn on. Um, I wanted to get to some emails, but I think I'm going to skip it today because there's not really anything you didn't like. Give us what your five star movie is and ah, if you man. even say that life of david gale movie that you are an ass for giving me so much trouble about that movie because that movie is fantastic and Have i challenge anybody to go watch what? that movie and then tell me it's not the good. life of david gale it. with kevin, kevin spacey. spacey so it's tough for me to watch it now but it's a kevin spacey movie and he is an anti-death row guy and he gets put on death row and kate winslet is the reporter who interviews him on his last final days here on Earth, and then you find out what actually happened and how he got to that place. Great movie. It's not. I good. might have hyped it up a little bit too much, but she just shit all over it oh, and, and just no, made me. I know me... you didn't. And then, that... and then another movie I loved called Searching. That's oh, got John Cho from Harold and Kumar, and it's shot solely based on social media. It's incredible. Shit on that movie too. What about the Holy Grail? <laughs> Oh, she probably wouldn't even give that five seconds. No. Uh, why not? I um, wasn't the only person that did not like that searching movie, though. Yeah, my stoner roommate. He didn't like it either. <laughs> he didn't like that movie either. Thanks. Mm. Um, if I had to give a five-star movie, I would probably say... Expendables. Good, I knew it. Goodfellas <laughs> is up there. Goodfellas is a, uh, is a, fi- a five-star movie for me. That's a shame. Now, we should probably five really watch that. five-star for your mother, what do you think? The Does, Godfather? I was going to say. Yeah. Yep. Goodfellas is great, though. Goodfellas. Well, you would like Goodfellas because it's funny. It. It's got some action. I think you would really enjoy it. I, I just think, said I don't really it's like not. It's like it's like Italian action. mafia action. It's not like bang, bang, shoot em up. It's yeah, like, you know. Well, they have bang, bang, shoot em up. They got some, but I think I think you want, the, the cast alone yeah, makes Pesci, you like that he movie. He makes that movie. Yeah, Pesci's in it. Mm. I mean, they're all in it, but like you, I think you would really, really enjoy that. Mm. Uh, but anyway, we've got we do have some emails that I want to get to, but I think I'm going to wait until the next episode to get to those. Uh, so if you want your email read on this podcast, all you have to do, mandadpod at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter or X or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, mandadpod is where you'll find us on there. But, Dad, uh, before we do get out of here, I did want to play at least one, possibly two games with you. It's time to enter the Daddle Zone. I'm not going. There it is. All right, I don't want to go if you're going to be there. Dad, mm-hmm. this is a very simple game. I bet it is. And the next time we actually play this game, I want you to come up with some of these, okay? This game is called Two Truths and a Lie. Have you ever heard about this before? No. So we will read you three statements. Yeah. Two of them are true. One of them is a lie. You have to tell us which one is the lie. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. All right, I'll go first. And I'll keep this relatively easy, this one. Okay. I won $7,000 on a TV game show. I've never thrown up on an amusement park ride. 
I first got drunk off a of tequila that I stole from your pantry. Which one is the lie? Uh, I would say the first one. I won $7,000 on a TV game show? Yeah. That is a true statement. Mm. Remember when he was on that show and he oh. had a blue beard? Oh, so I mean, this is about you? Yeah. Oh, I just thought... <laughs> Who the hell else would it be about? I don't know. I just thought you're picking these out of random. No, these are about me. Oh. I'm telling you two truths and a lie. Oh, I, I won $7,000 on a game show. Oh, I, I just... I've never thrown up on an amusement park ride. I got first drunk off of tequila that I stole from your pantry. Well, all three of them could be true. Well, which one is the lie? Well, if there had to be a lie, it had to be the third one. <laughs> you don't understand this game. So I have won $7,000 on a game show. Yeah, and you have uh, thrown up on amusement rides. Right. So when I say the statement, I've never thrown up on an amusement park ride, which one would be the lie? Oh, it would be said, that one. You said you never. I didn't Never. You never. You're just, striking out so far there, pal. I, I, 0 for 1 on this game. Mary like Beth. Game. She's going to okay. read three statements about her. I don't want to know them. These aren't about me, Dad, <laughs> yeah. or random people yeah, in the United well. States. These are about her. Okay. Gee. Go ahead, babe. These are a little bit more... Complicated, probably. No, no. I'm a much more boring person than Tony is. All right. I'm right-handed. I still have my wisdom teeth. I broke my arm when I was eight. Which one is not true? Ooh, this is a good one. Because any of these could be true. I mean, this is tough. I don't know you that well. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) This is like the third podcast where he goes, I don't really know know you. I don't know. All right. I'm I'm gonna go with the broken arm. That is actually true. There it or, is. You are correct. I correct, mean. correct, uh-huh. correct. Yeah, I have never, never broken, a, broken bone. a bone. Okay, me either. Oh. Now nah, he's just Looks shattered like everything more, and they've all fallen apart on hey. Everything is not real anymore. I was going to say, bro- dude's never broken a bone, but uh, things have been falling apart since well, probably that's why, 1967. They're so long, they're breaking. All right, Dad, here yeah. we go. Ready? Okay. I ate a candy bar out of a toilet for $50. I danced in my underwear on stage at a concert. Or I DJed the wedding of a retired NHL player, which is the lie, which is not true. I think the lie is the DJ. Man, you're you're on fire now. That's correct. Yeah, okay. That is a correct answer. I have eaten a candy bar out of a toilet for 50 bucks. And it's bad that I would know that he ate a candy bar out of a toilet. It's bad to know that. He he called the show one time and left a message. Or did you leave a message on my phone? I can't remember. It was something he called. And all the message was was, Enough of this eating shit out of toilets for money. You're done. And that's all it was. Was it a clean toilet? Like it was like a mo- clean it was a mo- water? It was a mobile toilet. The water was not clean. A mobile, I mean, like a gas station? No, no, oh. no, no. Like no, it was it was, it was, a, it was a, a display toilet. toilet. We used to play a game called Will It Flush and we flushed things down a toilet. People had to guess whether they did or did not flush down this toilet. And it was just a display toilet. Nobody used it, but we yeah. did not change the water as much as we should have. So it was disgusting. And I, they, we for flushed, fifty dollars, we flushed a candy bar down the toilet, and it came out through the trap, and I ate it for fifty bucks. What kind of candy bar? I think it was a Snickers. Well, does that be, really matter? It was a Snickers. We wanted it to look like a turd. <laughs> I was making like twenty-seven thousand dollars a, and a you year. Ate it, and you were just, you just went on with your yeah. Day. Give me fifty bucks, and that was it. I was also five thousand pounds. So, all right, yeah, you didn't care. thanks for those memories. Uh, nice. Go ahead, Mary Beth. You are next. All group. right, here's my next. Yeah. I'm allergic to shellfish. Mm-hmm. I had a cat named Jagger. Mm-hmm. And my first car was a Chevy Cavalier. 
I would say your first car was a Cavalier. Nope. Her first car was a Cavalier. It okay. was, yes. Uh, then it has to be probably the first one. Which was what? Uh, <laughs> what the hell was it? Shellfish? Uh, yeah, shellfish. Because you, cat, you've had a cat. I know that. So I would say, but I don't. You're not allergic to shellfish. That's are you? the point, Dad. You're trying to guess which one is the incorrect <laughs> statement. She is not allergic okay, to shellfish, so. but that is the pick that you would select. Okay, so that's what I thought. All right, Dad. Here you go. Now yeah. remember, you're picking the lie. Yeah, I know. Which one of these statements is not true? Yeah. I never won a high school wrestling match. Yeah. I didn't smoke drugs in high school. Yeah. And I've <laughs> never gotten more than a speeding ticket. Oh, let's go with I've never gotten more than a speeding ticket. That's incorrect. I've never gotten more than a speeding ticket. Hmm. So that is a true statement. What else did you get? Nothing. I'm saying, Dad, I've never gotten more than a speeding ticket. That is a true statement. Yeah. So that is not the answer of this game. You. What was the first one? I never won a high school wrestling match, and I didn't smoke That's, drugs in high school. I've never won a high school wrestling match. I won one match in high no, school, and that was by one. forfeit. But you won one. <laughs> I sure did. Took third <laughs> in MCCs, and it was the only match. I do not think you are understanding the way that this game works. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Well, he got it right the second time. The second guess is right. So, But it's all right, Dad. We're, I'm, we'll work through it, and I'll make sure that you come up with some good ones for oh, Mary about to guess. We do. It's I will. Late, okay, fine. We'll do it. I gotta go to bed. Fine, we'll wrap it up. This will be oh a short God, and sweet been, one. We've literally been doing this podcast for like two hours, 30, 30 minutes. 30 Usually minutes. these are about an hour, but two he's. Hours I can tell. Minutes, listen, right? here's what the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I guarantee you, we ain't getting nothing out of him today. This is it. This is all we're getting out of him today. You getting so, out of me today? So everybody, and you that's know, out you're there, normally the star of this podcast. Is that right? So. Is that what it is? Yeah, and uh, right now you're a big dud. Wow. Am I wrong? Wow. I knew the moment I walked into your house. Yeah, and what did he this say? This evening, and I said, "Hey, are you ready to do this podcast?" Now nah, I'm tired. And I was like, "Oh, oh, wait a minute!" Before we end this, uh, wait, okay. I still have one more. I've got, he's got to guess my. Oh, go my, ahead. Sorry. Let's Here let, we go. Now, Dad, no, listen you should to me. be able to. Hold on, stop. Listen to me, Dad. She is going to read you three statements. Yeah. Two of those statements are factually correct. They right. are true statements. One, she completely made up. Okay. Your job here is to pick the one that she made up. Okay. All right. We've explained the that rules greatly. That is a greatly. much better explanation. Number one. Let's see how this goes. All right. The first concert I went to was in sync. In college, I worked as a Hooters waitress. And I've worked at my current job for 15 years. Hooters is wrong. Yes, it is. I would not... <laughs> Have been I, I couldn't be a waitress for one thing. I was thing. gonna say, don't even put There's hooters no in there. Way you would I never can be wear able those to be a little short shorts. And oh, you'd like that, yikes. wouldn't you? I can see yeah, no, I would butt cheeks hanging out. No, I would not like that. I could see her being a waitress. She would go up there and everything would be fine until the one time somebody goes, Ooh, can you actually have them? And she would just throw up from nerves. She would just throw up right on the table and that would be it. No, I can just tell you I'm very forgetful. Yeah. Like when patients ask me to bring them up things. And I come back with the things. I'm like, I know I'm forgetting something. So I just know I would be the waitress. I would always forget. Oh, I like, forgot your tea. I'll be your right back. Ranch dressing. Or yeah, something, you know, you wouldn't last long, in, would you? I would not. He no. would hate you as a server. Uh, <laughs> this is one thing I wanted to bring up. Um, 
God, and I don't mean to uh, uh, downplay this profession at all. So if you work in this industry, it's not my intention to, you know, try and say that you're running a scam. But uh, oil changes, the ones that you stay in your car for. Can we just do the oil change? Can we just do the oil change? Like when I pull up under there. All I want is the oil change. If at the end you want to slide me a piece of paper that says, hey, based on your mileage, these are some things that we might recommend and let me look over that, great. But we don't need to every time, every four or 5,000 miles, whatever it is, that I pull up to one of those sit in your car and wait oil changes, we don't have to go through this whole rigmarole of, hey, let me check your air filter. Let me show it to you and pretend like I know what I'm talking about. This is real dirty. I've fallen for that once, and I bought it. And my very next oil change, he was like, this is filthy. We need a new one. And, see, you fell for it, and you bought it. That's the object of the employee. Right, but now what I'm trying to say is just because, like, I know, first off, why is there 15 people standing around? I know there's people underneath me doing the oil change, but there's five to six people upstairs that all they're doing is yelling, I'm like, I don't even know what you're saying right now. It doesn't matter. The other the employees know. What's the guy below me doing and what's the guy up top doing? Because sometimes he's pouring stuff in. The other guy's doing something downstairs. Then they want me to turn my car on. They want me to turn my car off. They want to take my keys. They want to give me my keys back. They're asking me questions. What do you want your tires inflated to? Full? I don't, I get big, able to drive. I don't know the numbers of this stuff. And then he starts talking about when's the last time you had your front differential flushed? Zero times. Never heard of that. What about your rear? Nope. Okay, do you want to do the fuel cleanser? Nope, I sure don't. Because all I'm seeing is numbers on this. And he goes, well, if you want to do all these today, we can do everything in about 25 to 30 minutes. And I look at the price tag and it says $746. What? Bingo. I want an oil change. Also, while we're on it, when did oil changes cost me $132 for a standard, basic, straight-up oil change? Well, you're stupid to go there because basically, you got to understand, too, these guys, the more you do, the more commission they get. Of course. I understand how the business works. They have to push it. But at the same time, when I pull up and the guy goes, hey, what can I do for you? And I go, I'm just here for a standard oil change. That is well, if that I, goes if I'm right a, over his head. But if I'm an older person or I'm somebody that's, that's like, looking I for. just need okay, but you you I was gonna see, say they're looking for people me. like me. You see you know, me that and, and once have you go no idea. Once you go, I think what it should be is the air filter is the test. Hey, uh, let me show you your air filter. And if I respond back with, I'm good, man, all I need is an oil change, don't waste your breath. Like they should be trained to like like if somebody yeah. comes at you with that answer, man, this is going to be awkward for you. It's going to be awkward for them because I feel terrible because now I'm not the person that I can just straight up say no thanks, I'm not interested. Well, now I'm making excuses. Well, well would they probably maybe next time. they probably the, yeah. get in trouble though if they don't yeah, but 90% offer you of the all time, of those services. And what I've gone when I used to go to one of them, I would go in there. And they'd say, okay, what are, you, what are you in here for? I said, I need an oil change. And I say right then, I want an oil change, and I don't need anything else under the hood. 
That's all I'm looking for. So don't show me your filter. And usually they leave me alone. Because you are that, scary. But that's, a, but that's the thing. Yeah, he comes off. That's a, To me, if I pull off that move, that's me being an asshole. To you, that's just you being a scary, angry, curmudgeon old man. If I go and they come up to me and I but go, hey, I want a basic oil change and I don't want nothing else. Now in the back of my head, I'm going, they're going to screw this up on purpose. They're not going to put oil in because I was an ass to them. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm in the worst conundrum. Just here's what I want you to do. On those things, I want I want a little sticker. I want to, okay, I'll just say, I go to Valvoline. I want a little Valvoline badge, and I want to put that Valvoline badge up there, and I want to say, uh, just oil change. J-O-C. I want to put that sticker on. J-O-C. Just oil change. So when that sticker's up, that's all you're doing is just the oil change, baby. Well, that's why you just, you need to go somewhere that you make an appointment so that you make an appointment for your specific service, well, and then that's that. I don't know why he doesn't go to Big G's. Well, I don't know why I don't go to yeah. the dealership. I mean, I'm pretty sure like I have a package that they do them for me. I could probably probably be... not at this point because you've had your yeah. I think it's over. I think it was like the first two years or something so like many, that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, of course it would be way easier to make an appointment. But then again, like usually what it is is it's like oh the light comes on and then I go oh the next time I have a few minutes I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Even though this last time I got oil changed, I was there for an hour and twenty six minutes. One hour, 26 minutes, there was two cars in front of me. That's it. Yeah. The last two times that I've gone somewhere like that, then I've had issues with, like, my check engine light coming on. The one time they didn't screw the cap back on, the where they put the the oil or something, and then it was spilling out. You know what? It might have been. I don't know. It might have been. Just kind of a combination of things of why this set me off as much as it did that day, because the lady that was in front of me clearly had never been to a stay in your car oil change place because she pulled up and immediately got out. And the guy's like, you could stay in. And she goes, why? And then she sat down and then every question they had to get in her car and pop her hood. And then they had to like go and, you know, then you have to reset your oil life with the button. You know, you have to manually reset it on some cars. Yeah. She couldn't figure that out. The guy's hanging out the window. I mean, it was just uh, chaotic. But they and have to like, expect that. Some people some don't people know that. Some people just know I nothing know. Oh, because of course. I'm, I'm maybe right above people nothing. that know nothing. Yeah. yeah, I can pop my hood. Takes me a minute <laughs> to remember where the button is, but. Yeah. I don't know. That. Like I said, I, and and it's it's a service of convenience. I know it is. That's what those places are. Those places are a service of convenience to where I don't have to make the appointment. If I'm driving by, I see nobody in line, I can pull in there. So, of course, they're going to go ahead and try and get more money out of me. And I understand the business side of it. But when I say to you, hey, all I need is an oil change, like there should be some sort of universal wink or a hand signal. Like, you know, hey, I got it. We just need an oil change here. I don't need any of the other stuff. I think there that should be a standard, correct? Nope. Why don't you learn <laughs> to change your own? Couldn't Bob uh, probably, like your but that's probably a bigger pain in the ass than anything. To, to do it, the oil the filter is way under. It's a pain oh. in the ass. Yeah, I don't. Then you got to get like jacks, and you got to get stands, oh, okay. and you got to do did, all this I stuff. I didn't know how involved it was. And then plus, I'd be doing it at your house, so now your driveway would be all oily yeah, and no. gross. Mm. Get the HOA upset. Yeah. Well, Dad, I have a question for you. Oh, haven't you had enough questions? Jesus, man. I'm trying to get this guy some money, and now he's jocking my style. I know that the season is wrapping up quickly, but if somebody uh, next year, springtime, if they would want a mailbox, what do they need to do? Well, like you were saying, though, it's wrapping up. So Start thinking about those Christmas gifts. I pretty much almost have one more to do. 
And then I think I'm shutting it down for the year. So, but that doesn't mean you're done. Hey, Dad. I, All did, you have to do is still go to patricobrickwork.com. Okay. And put your request in, what you want to do, a style of that. And I will contact you, and you will be first one in March or April. How about this? How about we run a Christmas special? When it gets closer to Christmas, if we say, like, hey, if you email and say that you heard about it on the Man Dad Pod, we're going to knock a couple bucks off your mailbox for Christmas. So you could gift a mailbox to your spouse who's really been wanting one. Now there's an opportunity. you got no excuses. It's cheaper than ever. We're going to set them up real nice. I'll take 10% off. 10% off. That's pretty good. Wow. 10% That's pretty good. That's pretty the damn good. Cost of a mailbox. Awesome. So patricobrickwork.com. Uh, again, if you're looking for a mailbox, if you have any questions about a mailbox and you don't want to go to that website because you forget it or whatever, you can always email the show, uh, mandadpod at gmail.com. And I got a couple more, though. I have to, a couple more shout outs. Okay. Hold on. I'll get to your shout outs in two seconds. Let me do the plugs first and then we'll get to the shout outs. Uh-huh. Just stand by. If you guys, because uh, at guys. work, at work, somebody was telling me, you know, oh, hey, you should play this game with your dad on that podcast you do. I think it would be fun. If you guys have any ideas or anything at all that you want us to do with my dad, with Mary Beth, with myself, uh, I got no problem bringing in other guests. Uh, you know, obviously, Marie Patrico ain't going to come in here, but Ooh. like... There's some, <laughs> uh, there's some other folks that I know that I've been talking to that I'm going to try and get on the podcast here relatively soon. But if you have any ideas of what you want us to do, uh, again, we want you guys to be just as entertained as as much fun as we are having making these podcasts. So please feel free to email us, uh, mandadpod at gmail.com. Dad, can I guarantee the next podcast? I'm gonna be Mr. Excitement. Whoa! Oh, I don't. I'm already looking. I'm already is. not looking forward to it. John, Patrico, St. Louis Pawpaw here and ready to go. Oh you my God. just about forgot who you were for a minute. I know. Uh, you know <laughs> well, if that's the case, <laughs> if you're bringing the energy, hey, if you're bringing the energy, we'll bring then the next funk. game we're bringing a we're we're making you sing. It's gonna be a singing oh, game. Whatever, but no, my shout outs. I have to shout <laughs> out to uh, uh, my lawn man. I know I don't want to hear, you know, I know we're starting to watch, bite your tongue, man. I have to shout out to Rick Whitmore. All right, Rick. He aerated my yard. Probably did a Did an excellent job. job. Excellent. I doubt it. I'd recommend him to anyone. No, I bet he did like a, a eight and a half out of ten. I would have done him ten. No, he did. He did a twelve. Oh, but did they? This Your grass know. looks great. See, Gus, Gus looked so excited See to that? poop in your yard tonight. I know. So. See that? But nope, I had to. You know. Hey, you can't have it all. Don't be. I, I didn't say a word. Does he work okay. for like a company? No, nah, he works for himself. for himself. Just for himself. Okay. So I'm I don't think I, he's he's not a direct competitor because I think he's just a guy that's just he, rocking and rolling. Along, with, he, does, he cuts grass. And, yeah, that's what you he know, does. You know, he just works on his own. Tries to make a living. Does he, he come to? Grass, does he come to people? He cuts grass and aerates. We maintain those lawns that he cuts and aerates. That's what we're gonna Whatever. say. But okay. my second shout out has to be because we forgot last week. And we got chewed on by your sister about Bob's. Uh, oh no no no! Wait 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 wait! Oh damn it! My okay, I got my phone. All right, uh, I need you to go. I need you to. You need your glasses. Can you go and get uh, my dad's glasses? I don't know where they are because I'm gonna have you read what Angie texted me. Can't you read these? Right there. I'm gonna have you read what Angie texted me. Why can't you read? Because I, I'd be way funnier if you read it. This of course. Probably easy at all. 
I know. That's the point of this. Hmm. Okay, so my brother-in-law is big into racing. And by racing, I mean he's got a 67. He's got a Nova. He's got a Nova, a sweet Nova that he's worked on and souped up, and he does the drag racing and everything. And uh, he did this competition last week, and here is what my sister texted us to say about said competition. Wow. Do you need the letters bigger? No. Okay, here we go. In a nutshell. I already love it. In a nutshell, Hot Rod Drag Week is a competition where street-legal drag race cars run quarter-mile time trials every day for five days, driving on public roads between four different drag strips for a road trip of approximately 1,000 miles unassisted by support vehicles. Okay, all right. Do you understand what's happening thus far? Yeah, I know. Okay. This year, they drove from South Carolina to North Carolina, then to Tennessee and back to South Carolina. Bob placed second in the class of big block power adder. I don't know. A-D-D-E-R. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Meaning he was spraying nitrous. That's what that means, I guess. Okay. You know nitrous, when they, you know, did you ever see the Fast and Furious? When they no, I've never the, seen the Fast and the Furious. You know, when they turned the oh, little. Oh, yeah, I think okay. we all know what nitrous is. Okay, this was his 13th drag and drive event. He's participated in previous drag weeks, Rocky Mountain weeks, and sick week. If anyone is interested in seeing exactly what you are talking about, they can go to Big Block Bob on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Like and what? It says YouTube. Like and subscribe. Subscribe. That's it. And that's a wrap. One more time. Like and subscribe. Dad, stop. Yeah. Be for real. Be for real. Yeah. Like and, and subscribe. <laughs> That's it. Sir, subscribe. One more time before you leave. I'm out, I'm out but before you leave. Hey, before you leave, one more time. Like and. Like and subscribe. <laughs> closest. We're out of here. Goodbye. Say bye. Do you have anything hey, else? Now that, hey, now that he's gone. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah now, now that he's gone, <laughs> this will get real good. <laughs> What did he just say? He said, kiss, kiss my ass, all of you. <laughs> Do you hear my mom? <laughs> All right, John, let's end what it. Happened? All right, let's end it. Barry Beth, anything else to say? Uh, no. All right. Well, thank you guys That's for listening. We love you guys very, very much. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, love all the support and the kind words out there. And uh, again, follow us on Twitter. Uh, Man Dad Pod uh, is the podcast. My personal Twitter is on air TP. And uh, make sure you email the show, uh, mandadpod at gmail.com. We'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, have a great week. And uh, yeah, just be nice to everybody. Okay. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye bye.